Stable Diffusion. Um, and it's a short video, short process. It lets you train your models inside of Dream Boot, inside of uh, Stable Diffusion. And that it makes it easy. It makes it it makes it pretty easy. Uh, um, far, far, and far easier on your processor. Um... So yeah, that's just it's it's very handy that it's now all inside of automatic eleven eleven. But once again, experimental. Uh, all systems aren't built equally, so yeah, you'll 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 probably find yourself at uh, at times struggling to get it functioning. So we're gonna go over to Dream Booth. We're gonna click on Dream Booth. Uh, welcome to another uh, another set of confusion. So. Uh, the first thing we're going to need to do is create a model. This is sort of a null object or an, an empty model that we will be placing our Dream Booth information inside of. So I'm going to uh, call this uh, Clint Big Butt because I am just going to train an entire model on Clint's face and Big Butt. And hopefully, uh, it merges those into a beautiful thing. Uh, so next, I'm going to come down to source checkpoint. Now, this is uh, uh, where, you know, this is where you could probably get funky and start to train on top of other trained models and start to get real deep into that. But we're not going to go there. We're going to start off by just training on uh, uh, one of your stable diffusion 1.5 models, right? I'm going to go on pruned uh, V1-5 pruned Imonly. Uh, Imonly, uh, it's a little less v VRAM intensive, so maybe maybe I'll be able to get it done by the end of the stream. Should everything work? Uh, there are several schedulers. Um, and if you want to know what a lot of these terms mean, there's a, there's a guy named the computer file who just dumped a lot of, this is like a mid, medium version of a tutorial. He's got like expert. You want to, you want to know exactly what code is. Let's get into it. So I would keep it at DDIM. As we mentioned earlier in our text to image tab, there's a, a DDIM is typically what these models are made with. Now that we have all of that, I'm going to click create and we're going to wait. There's going to be, uh, there's a little bit of a glitch happening on my screen. There's two load bars. Uh, I think that should only be one, but maybe there's two things loading simultaneously. I don't know. So that goes for a while. Is that the case? And then it spits out a file. It actually doesn't go for that long. It'll go for mm, 30 seconds. I don't know how long that was, 15. Uh, and it's going to tell you right up here, created working directory for Clint Big Butt at a D uh, end of our da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, so you have now your model. So I'm going to come up here to the upper left-hand corner where it says models. I'm going to click, and lo and behold, there's Clint Big Butt. So I'm going to click on Clint Big Butt. Now, there's another um, uh, uh, tab here uh, under the Dream Booth tab, and that tab might have been grayed out before. That's because you didn't have a model available or selected. Now that we have our Clint to Big Butt, we can go over to Train Model, and whoa, look at all this. There's a lot of, lot of nonsense happening. Um, let's take it one step at a time. Uh, the concept list at the very top, unless you have a JSON file that you want to throw in, um, uh, don't mess with that. If you know what a JSON file is, 
let a brother know. Um, <laughs> next, we're going to go to uh, instance prompt. Now, this is the prompt that you want to train uh, for because I kind of have to show you a real uh, <laughs> Clint Big Butts, more of a joke than uh, anything. I'm just going to uh, train off of uh, the regularization images I have for uh, Screwhead. Uh, uh, I've got my friend Ren here, a uh, friend of the, the cast, friend of the stream, friend of everything. So uh, uh, I have some uh, training images with uh, uh, our, our lovely homie Ren. So we're going to take these uh, training images and we're going to put them into uh, the uh, um, automatic 1111's um, uh, uh, matrix, right? So I'm going to open that up. I'm going to copy, come up to uh, the clipboard here, copy the uh, uh, file trajectory, the, the uh, file path. Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. We were on prompts. I am so sorry. I am getting uh, getting you to be confused. The so we're going to train. Going. The math is flowing, dude. It's uh, we're we're going to train you. Uh, we're going to uh, train this on my friend Ren, right? So I am going to an instance prompt. I am going to tell it what it is training off, uh, what it's going to be training off of, and that is a photo of Ren, and I'm going to add something so that the the term ren doesn't doesn't be get recognized by latent space as being a different a bird ren you know there's a lot of wrens out there uh i know it's it's troubling and terrible but there are and we don't want our friend ren to be uh infected by by any of the others so i'm just going to add uh, a y and the uh, y r uh yeah, ren uh, that's a pretty weird word. I doubt that's going to be anywhere uh, uh, in the model affected. And then I'm going to follow it with the class prompt that we're going to be replacing. For me, I have already in my uh, uh, library, I have uh, regularization images. I have regularization images of woman, skateboard, man, and appliance. Uh, I'm, I, I could probably also use person. There's a lot of ways of getting regularization images that that's basically you telling the model what you will be replacing. We're going to replace the word man with the word Ren YR, right? So I'm going to hit man at the end of that, a photo of Ren YR man. Then under class prompt, I'm going to ignore these two uh, checkboxes, go down to class prompt. I'm going to hit a photo of Man or a man. Uh, let's just do a man. Um, and yeah, all of this is kind of an experiment anyway. So you can you can play around with it, and see what gives you better results. Uh, then pre-tained uh, VAE name or path that is for a VAE model that you already have. We don't have that, so uh, uh, we are going to do the uh, data set directory up here. This is a path to your input images. Again, these are the images that we will be using to uh, uh, infect the model with Ren. We Ren isn't acknowledged by the model, so I am just going to uh, copy his path. And... You want to show what the images are? Like, just show an example of what the image looks like, and like. Sure, I would love to. Yeah, you want a collection of uh here. I have your images, I think, ready. 
to go. Eh, screw it. Uh, so, this will be way easier than the. So, these are all photos of Ren. Mostly pulled off the interwebs. It is almost all close ups. Uh, with a few wide angles uh, to sort of get body positioning uh, and stuff like that down. We have for Renault here, 25 images selected, right? Notice they're all the same size. Yes. So you... Uh, uh, 512 really, by 512, right? Yes. Uh, and it really, textual inversion allows you to train off of different sized images, but we'll get that. That's for a different day. Yes, you because... Stable Diffusion was trained off of 512 by 512 images. You also want your images to be at least squares. Uh, Nico, actually, I believe, trains uh, off of just square images. They don't need... He's trained off of non-512 by 512 squares. I find I get better results with 512 by 512. So, yeah. So... Uh, anywhere from uh, 20 to 30 roughly rough-ish photos should do the trick, uh, just to start out, right? So then the classification data set directory uh, uh, is the, the, the data set that you're going to be retraining, right? So I have Dream Booth regularization Im uh, um, images man 1500. So I'm going to copy that. I am going to pay, place that directory right there. So if you guys don't realize by this point how deep all this stuff is, it's a it's a lot. It is a lot, and um, you know that's one reason why we want to do this stream is to help you guys get to this point. And I know even if two of you get to this point, like then that's that's a success. Um, uh, we I, did, yeah, we did a great job. Great job, yeah, yeah. Um, and there are other there are other videos going over this stuff if you guys need help. Um, again, it's linked in the description. But Jan, I'll let you. And, and let yeah, you if you if you find yourself lost at any point, yep, welcome to uh, to anyone that says AIR is real easy. Just show them this. Um, uh, well, welcome to AIR. We'll um, we'll be we'll be we'll be struggling the whole way. So training steps. Training steps is determined off of the amount of uh, photos you're bringing in, the amount uh, you are altering, uh, uh, the amount of your, your original photos and the regularization images. It's also uh, linked to a lot of math inside of the model. We're going to go with, it's anywhere between 1,100 and 1,200 images. It's pretty good. You can go up to 1,500. Uh, you, you could hypothetically train it. 10,000 steps, but you're going to find your your images starting to look like a deep fried meme, right? They're going to be overcooked. And without seeing a deep fried meme, right? Let's describe a deep, deep fried meme. It's a contrasty, uh, oversaturated, all, all the stuff that kind of leads to the images. Um, so... I'm actually not uh, entirely sure about the number of classification images to use. I would imagine they're the same. Uh, I imagine, because uh, uh, um, uh, if you don't put anything in the classification data set directory, it will produce a, a number of images that I believe you put into this uh, um, uh, this area. So you, if you didn't have regularization images to give it, you would just hit 1,500 and it would use the uh, uh, your your processor to first make 
the regularization images and then uh, uh, train your your model. What, so uh, what, we're question, leave... question, question. What 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 other things need to be changed here? Because most of this can be left as default, correct? So like maybe uh, just touch on like yes. the stuff that we need to change and. Yeah. Of course. And I'm trying to also add context and explanation to things, but that might just be further confusing it. So I might just, uh, uh, I see the math has been going on my face for a while. So perhaps we'll just give you some blanket, uh, blanket instructions here. We're going to turn our learning rate down. There are two schools of thought here, either more training steps, lower learning rate, or higher learning rate, lower training steps. Play around with these guys. Uh, look online. Um, the Dream Booth Discord has a lot of different uh, formulas or recipes you can try. Uh, your resolution of the images. Uh, look at that. 512. All of the resolution of my images are 512. There are bulk cropping and bulk image setting uh, websites that uh, you can visit. Uh, this is actually fun. These are uh, your checkpoints. These are saved along the way to show you your progress as you're training your model. I have heard from our homie, our entrepreneur, uh, or AI entrepreneur. It's a hard word to say. Um, I've heard from him that this these are kind of broken right now. They're kind of fun to look at. So once when they do get fixed, we'll we'll probably uh, add these back. But for right now, let's. Put them both at a uh, you know three thousand or five thousand or whatever, uh, so that they never actually get. Put them over the amount of training steps, so they they never actually get engaged. Right? Uh, then we're going to come down preview image. All of that is great, uh, and you'll see that the sampling steps are at forty. The uh, uh, your your uh, CFG scale is at seven point five. All seems pretty standard. We're going to drop open our advanced. Um, if, if you're like, Jan, I'm real poor and don't have a good computer, there's a lot of other methods for you. You can go to virtual servers like uh, Colab or um, uh, RunPod or what have you. Uh, or you can click this little button and use CPU only. This is truly, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm just going to hit train i'm gonna go to sleep and i hope to god when i wake up this is working uh we uh uh, uh we have a decent processor now so we're not going to do that we're going to use 8-bit atom this is a way to reduce your vram uh if you just want to flex and use a lot of vram go nuts uh and lastly we're going to uh do our mixed precision down to fp6 beam everything else you can leave standard and alone all right moment of truth we're going to come on up and i'm going to hit train now once again i have my command screen open uh because they uh, dealing with any sort of coding there's always a moment you hold your breath when you hit this and we can see VRAM's cleared. We can see some business is happening, and it's come down to steps. And it is hanging out at 0%. So right now, it, for all intents and purposes, is working. And at this point, uh, this would start to run. And uh, uh, if everything, uh, if your computer's uh, uh, doing, doing its best, it would start to run, and you would start to... Oh, you would start to see some progress. Um, now I'm going to bring this out. I believe Clint's head's behind it. But in the code here, you can see 
after the bug report, and it's done all sorts of uh, uh, language here telling you that it's looted all the stuff, you can now see steps 4% and a bar that's going across the screen. At this point, we are working. It is yeah. <laughs> functional, and uh, it has run. This is now four. I, I, I'm almost at a 50% success rate. This is three successes out of seven runs. So, yeah. Uh, and and uh, this actually used to not be the case. You used to have to just assume how long it was going to take. It's telling us it's going to take 10 minutes uh, to get process this. So literally by the time the, the stream is done, we will have a brand new checkpoint of our good friend Ren to play around with. Woo! So good job. I can't believe, uh, yeah, again, this, a lot. this had a, and it had a, it, it has a high failure rate. So I'm, I'm really glad I didn't embarrass myself in front of the internet. I'm so glad internet that you can think to yourself, Jan's a cool guy and he knows what he's talking about. All right. Great. We great. will come back and we'll see if <laughs> yeah. that's working. Um, let me, so that's, that's, that's one way to do it, to get it built in to your web UI of stable diffusion. That's how you're going to train a model on a person in this web UI. And even if it does crash on you, chances are it's easier to just start from the ground up again and get everything functional again or troubleshooting through this method. The old version of Joe Penna's Dream Booth, though it is very reliable, if you thought that was confusing, wait till we dive into this. Clint... Take it away. All right. So like Jan said, I'd probably go with that method, and I'd probably run that method, and it'll crash on you, but just keep trying it. Yeah, and chances are you'll, you'll find the... Uh, yeah, you'll find Do you the know the minimum it. VRAM amount for what you just set up? Oh, I... You know, and I don't... I know it's tiny compared to what it used to be. It might be 12 gigs or 24. That's not tiny, though. Uh, I can... <laughs> Yeah, oh, I mean, tiny compared to uh, running running Dreamboot through Joe Pena's is 48 to 64 gigs of VRAM. I mean, when it first came out, we we were just going on to like digital servers like RunPod, uh, uh, getting an Ace an A100, and then just paying for like a week's worth of just holding on to that that processor because uh, of that uh, uh, um, uh, graphics card. Uh, an A6000 or an A100. An A100 is even better. Oh, A100s, I, I think, uh, 64. Yeah, it's 64 gigs of uh, processing power. It's a, uh, yeah, you're, you need a lot of VRAM. I believe with the 8 bit fix, it brings it down to 12 gigs of VRAM at the very most 24. Neither of which, I mean, it's still pretty intensive. Um, at the end of the but, day, you can still do a virtual machine and there is a link in the description to a tutorial. It's a 40 minute tutorial, but it shows you exactly how to do kind of what I'm going to get into right now. So I'm going to give you guys the overview of another method. Um, if this method does not work for you, then try this. All right. Let's see here. So, um, all right, what you want to do is, I believe this is linked in the description, Google um, Dream Booth Joe Penna GitHub. Oh, All right. oh and, and the, getting... late, the, the latest one uh, takes eight gigs of VRAM, so pretty, 
substantially smaller than um, oh, cool. than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep trying it. I know one of you said that you kind of like petered out. Give it a shot. See how it goes. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna want to grab uh, grab the Dream Booth Joe Penna GitHub link. Right. This is on Google. It's this readme.md. It's also in that Reddit link. If you scroll down and find mm-hmm. that. All right, you click the green code, you download the zip, and you got a Dream Booth folder. I'm just going to do this with you guys. I'll do it on the side just so that I can uh, I can play along. I'm playing along, Clint. All right, so we got Dream Booth. We're going to right-click it. We'll extract it. Oh, I already have it. All right, it's hidden somewhere. Give me a second. Where the heck is it? It's somewhere. Oh, where'd you drop uh, Dream Booth? Was it in the G drive? I remember you had put it in G G uh, root. It's just on my C. I deleted it. I'm gonna start. Okay. Fresh. Okay. 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 Great. 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 So I'll extract this Dream Booth. We'll open it up, and you will look be looking at some some files here. Again, these are files that did not make any sense to me a few days ago. Yeah. Um, I think first things first. We are going to open up Anaconda. I can't believe we're doing this on the stream. This is insane. Uh, Yeah, dude. Uh, I hope at home you're listening to Matrix music. And I hope, uh, yeah, uh, follow the white rabbit, my friends. Follow the white rabbit. So, all right. Before we hop into this, we need to determine a couple things. Let's open up this environment.yaml file. I'm going to open it with Notepad, all right? Um, Open with Notepad, and we'll see the name, LDM. I'm going to change this to DreamBooth v5 because that's what I'm on at this point. You can change it Mm -hmm. to DreamBooth v1 if you want, but just know that that's what we're going to be searching for in Anaconda, all right? So we'll, we'll save that out. And inside of Anaconda, which is another program you need to download it is in the description we're going to mer- we're going to get to this c drive dream booth folder i'm also going to just rename this dream booth folder to dream booth v5 so we don't have to type a whole bunch of stuff and sure. we'll do yeah. let's see cb films i want to go uh, desktop ah oh, jeez i'm going to make this easy i'm going to go to my g drive i'm going to drop this into my g drive Make it easier on us. Let's go G colon. So now we're into that and let's do a C, we'll type CD space that folder, Dream Booth V5. Now we're in there, all right? So from this point, we need to build the environment. What the heck does that mean? I, you know, I'm not gonna try and pretend. If Nico is here, oh, he can explain it. But... Yeah, you're, you're, you're creating a place that you can uh, uh, launch programs from. It's a, uh, yeah. All right, so basically, let me get this out of here. All right. So we're in this folder inside of Anaconda. All right, and what I'm going to do is, what, Jan, do you know, it's in our Discord chat history. It's like, Conda Activate. Environment. Oh, env, env, uh, env. Yeah, build. What is it? Dash F environment.yaml. Yep. All right. So it's conda space 
env space build space dash f space environment.yaml. We're looking to this file right here, environment.yaml. That's the one where we changed the name to DreamBooth v5. I'm gonna hit enter and see what happens. This might not work. I DreamBooth build environment. I swear, I swear there's a uh, a step or two missing in there, fortunately. Uh, DreamBooth. It didn't work. Invalid choice yep. build. It's not build. Can you look at our chat history, Jan? What is it? I am staring at it right now. Anaconda. Uh, let us see here. It's a, it's a copy paste from Anaconda. It's a screen grab. So you should be able to see it pretty quickly. It's like a black and white image. Sure. There's a few of them floating on here. Um, create, I think. Cre yeah. Anaconda, N-E-N-V, create, da uh, space, dash F, space, environment dot y-a-m-l got it got it i'm gonna type that in here uh that's gonna be conda env create dash f environment dot yaml so it's doing its thing it's downloading a bunch of stuff and you could i think this folder is being filled with with stuff as we speak. So here's what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna fill this folder up with some things that we'll need to train the image off of. Very similar to what Jan was talking about with having training images. I'm gonna have my 25 training images here. They're all square resolution of my face, some wider body shots, etc. Um, Most of them should be clear shots of your face, different lighting conditions, different backgrounds help, different clothing, uh, uh, different expressions, you know? Yeah, give it a variety, it a good variety, yeah. Um. So we have that folder. It's called Clint Images. I'm going to drag that into the root folder of my, my DreamBooth v5 folder. Um, also, the regularization um, images here are just all a bunch of images of a man. And these are 1,644 images of a man. That's kind of what it's like looking to to build a man. It, no, it, that's, what, that's, that's the key for that. So I'm going to drop that in here. That's... You can look that up online. It's uh, look up, you know, Dream Booth regularization images, and mm -hmm. it'll you'll have a folder with like some for men, some for women, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So both of those are in here. Mm -hmm. um, the last thing I'll drop in is models. So in the models folder, I'm gonna just drop the standard model. You can drop that 1.5 model in here as well, the one that we downloaded at the beginning of the stream. Once again, the link's in the description. It's on that Reddit link as well with the resources. Um, the Reddit resources page will take you to the models, uh, the models library. So from there, we have the, the three big files that we need dropped into our folder. And here in Anaconda, we just got a complete Retrieve notice is working, done. We we did it. Okay. Amazing. Killing. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Great, great. So far, so good. I can't believe this is going so well. Um, so from here, there's a few little surgery tweaks we need to make to some of these files in this Dream Booth folder in order to kind of trick it to replace images of a man's face with images of my face. So we need to tell it where to look, because remember we dropped in those two folders. Mm -hmm. So let's start from the top. I believe it's configs. We need to hop into configs. We need to hop mm -hmm. into the stable diffusion folder, and we need to open up the fine-tuned unfrozen YAML folder 
This is deep, y'all. Let me put the math yep. on. I don't know why. Yep. We got the math. No, right. this is you're you're on point though. This is great. This is great. So this is just a bunch of internal computer guts here, and we have to change a few things. So if I scroll down to the data, hold on. Here we go. If I scroll down to the point where I see data, reg, and validation, that's what we're looking at here. Data, reg, and validation. Um, let me switch to. Oh, I don't have split screen top. This will work though. Great. Um, so data. This is looking the repeats at the very bottom of this data chain here. We have one hundred set to um, repeats set to one hundred. We want to change this to 136, and that is because I'll show you how to get how I'm getting this number. I have 22 images of my face. All right. Um, we are going to train this. What's the right word? 3,000 times, 3,000 iterations, 3,000. Yeah, there'll be there'll be 3,000 steps. Uh, 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 steps along the way. Yeah. You can see that at the very bottom of the of the screen here. 3,000 max steps. So what we're going to do is take the calculator out and we're going to say 3000 divided by 22 images of me we get 136 that's how i'm getting that repeats under look data at that. look at that quick maths quick maths now for these for reg and validation this is looking at the regularization images there are 1644 regularization images of a generic man so i'm going to do that 3000 steps divided by 1644, which gets us 1.8. So I'll just round it up to two. Shout outs to Nico. He really helped me out with this yesterday. Oh, I mean, till 1 a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so repeats but set it takes, to two. But it takes a community, my friends. Uh, instead of uh, a Nico, you have Discord. So yeah, I'm sure with the power of all your friends, we can you figure can it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So reg repeats set to two, validation repeats set to two. Close this out, save it, all right? Save and close. We're done with that. Let's back out, let's back out. We're gonna hit up the LDM folder next and we're gonna go yep, into good, 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 good. data. We're gonna open up mm -hmm. personalized PY in notebook. This, is, um, this isn't mandatory, but a good little uh, tip here from our boy Nico. This little flip, this flip right here set to 0.5 and I believe what it's doing is it's just mirroring your face but if you have you know all of our faces are asymmetrical and to get a true likeness you can set that flip to zero right I'm gonna leave it as is for now because who knows what's gonna explode but mess with that all right you're gonna get we're gonna crash a lot mm -hmm. but you can set that to zero if you want all right um next what is next let's see we got our environment YAML. Oh, the 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 boot thing, the boot token thing. Token name. Yeah. Oh yeah, the token name. That stuff. Okay. So can you, Jen? Can you um? Can you just? No, Discord... I believe I believe the co uh, token name actually changed uh, 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 spots. It used to be in um, LDM uh, 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 LDM under the um, the the folder you were just in. I believe it changed over to now. It's just in the run command. That's oh. what it seemed like with Nico last night. Yeah, yeah. I believe it got changed over to the run command. I'm a little out of my depths uh, for the new version of uh, 
<laughs> the new old version of Dream Booth. <laughs> so, uh, let me, uh, let me of course Discord again. And real quick, uh, if you want to jump over to my screen just for a second. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me hop over to you. So while I'm looking up, I can uh, show the results because we're already we're already done training it through automatic eleven eleven. How sick is that? If you look at the code, it did a bunch of stuff. Look at all that stuff it did. Did a bunch of stuff, and all that stuff being great, uh, uh, it left us on a screen and it said model done. And then if I come up here and click on stable diffusion checkpoint. In there, I'm going to find Clint Bigbutt. Clint Bigbutt underscore 1200. That's the uh, steps that were in there. Uh, so it automatically lets you know. And again, very important as you experiment. It's very important to keep track of all this. Uh, I, I, uh, a good prompting technique is to have an open document file or an open drive file on uh, your window or perhaps on a second monitor and just... As you go along, save the code, slap it in there. Lord knows when you'll need it. It's a lot of that. Anyway, so now I'm going to come over to text to image. And I already did it, but I put in a, a W-R-E-N-Y-R. I hit generate. And boom! If I squinted and was like, is that Ren's brother there? Oh my God, is that Ren's brother? Dude, that's Ren as like a freaking rotten pumpkin. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, oh wow yeah so we're starting to see some aspects of ren um i think i need to change uh some of my settings a little uh but we're starting to we're starting to get get a little bit of ren in there right uh i'm seeing that um with what people uh i'm not sure if i believe this part but a lot of folks smarter than me uh, uh say it they they say to really activate the model, you also add the um, the regularization word that you replaced. And supposedly you'll get better results. Now, sure, is it better? Sure, why not? I'm not sure if adding the regularization word is helping. It's kind of like the, the term trending on ArtStation. Is that actually helping your image? I don't know, but they say it does. And smarter people than I are usually smarter than I am. So there you go. But yes, here's to show you that the dream booth inside of automatic 1111 works. It does work. That's huge. Like that. Yep. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it is. is, is uh, uh, yes. Her, yeah. And the, and the least processor intensive. It's, it's great. It's great. It's great. All right, so I'm right at the end here. I'm going to grab the it's essentially like the go key. It's the the command, the, the final magic words to say mm -hmm. to Anaconda to start your training here in Dream Booth. So, let me give me 2 seconds here. Um All right, all right, all right. Let me switch back. So, what I have here is Let's see. I'm going to make a text file, and this is just to, like, keep our stuff uh, organized. It's not going to reference this at all. Um, you know, boot, boot phrase, I don't know. We can call it that. I'm going to hop in here. I'm going to paste this file. And this is something, personally, I don't know where people grab this. Mm. Um, 
It's a little bit when you're working in Anaconda, your 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 run commands are it's a little bit just instinctual. Like you you pretty much run everything in a a a similar fashion. At the same time, if you go on to uh, uh, AI entrepreneurs uh, Discord or you uh, uh, go down that sort of list of uh, uh, training material um, on that Reddit link, you'll 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 be able to find varying commands like this. All right, so I'm just working this right now to make sure um, I have everything in order. So after this N, it's Clintonius. That's what I want my keyword to be. Um, data root, oh, data root, reg images, man, 1644. Is that correct? Uh, so I am looking at, yeah, I, I got some notes from yesterday. Um, the data root space, uh, so uh, dash dash reg underscore data underscore root space reg capital I, because uh, uh, I would just assume that uh, uh, the cases matter. Uh, reg images man 1644 space yeah and then the token dash dash token clintonius yep where i'm confused is this spot here let me actually let me repaste this so it's i'm having trouble seeing your yeah so it's dash n clintonius right uh dash dash i believe i believe well that's what it's what nico had in his so Okay. Clintonius okay. dash GPUs dash dash data root training images. Oh, that was Clint images. Clint images. So this is yes. this is very confusing. But basically, you want to replace all this stuff with like the folder names that you have. So this first one after dash n is going to be yes, absolutely. The 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 image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, your your the images that you'll be using to influence the model into putting. Uh, Clint's face in there. Yeah, the twenty-two images. You're pointing uh, Anaconda to uh, uh, the area that twenty-two images are. So after this dash n, that's the keyword. So when I was looking up Jan M M Losada, um, it that would be the same thing. This would be Clintonius, right? Mm -hmm. And then we're gonna move down. We're gonna find Clint images, or this this will be where you put the same folder that you have your training images in. So Clint images. Same thing, Clint images. All right, next, we we'll keep going. Uh, I'm replacing with Nico's, so root images. Next, we have here dash dash reg data root, reg images. That's going to be our regularization images. So that's going to be reg images man 1644. That's that folder we dropped in. Mm -hmm. And then the token, my token is going to be Clintonius. And the class word, man, yep, 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 training steps. So training steps we had in that last folder was 3,000. Max training steps, 3,000. That's what we're basing all this stuff off of. I'm going to copy this, close this, save this. I'm going to paste this in here. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I had never gotten this to work, ever. Give it a shot. I'm going to paste it. And let's... we were we were literally working on all this until maybe 15 minutes before the stream. So, <laughs> yep, it's a little bit of the blind leading the blind right now. But oh man, we're gonna make it through. It's thinking and it crashed. Okay, so uh, what was uh, PyTorch? Is it PyTorch again? It is PyTorch. I hit my wall. Yeah. This is the end. Like 
If y'all made it this far to the 195 people, all the hats off to you. This is as far as I've made it. That's why I wanted to talk about both of these is because you got Jan's method. That's going to get you built in. He you sh he showed it work just now, okay? Mm -hmm. This method... It, 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 it works like a charm. It, it does, uh, yeah. Yep. This method is more, like, sound. It's more stable, but it's a lot more difficult to get going. Um, Jan's, mm -hmm. Jan's method that he showed you a little bit before... That it'll crash a lot more currently. It'll probably be better next week. Honestly. Yeah, it'll probably be better next week. Absolutely. But currently it is, you know, it's funny, stable diffusion. It's not very stable, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, worse. it's like, yeah, I know. I kind of, and I'm not even a dad. Um, it, 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 it's a lot like getting a, a game in, in alpha, right? Like it, you just can't rely, uh, I rarely will let it just sit for uh, a day or two just open because chances are it'll just crash itself for no good reason. Um, so stay fractalesque. Um, I see you in the chat. You said, why don't you just throw a mid-journey bot to your Discord? I did that. <laughs> we did it this morning. So hop in, create some stuff in mid-journey. That's what I'm saying. Like mid-journey is paid. It's, it's definitely But it's like, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mid-journey is like... You guys saw, we spent maybe 45 minutes in mid-journey just having fun. It's very, it's simple compared to this. Mm -hmm. Oh my well, God. And it, and it has one of the, uh, one of the most dynamic models in all of uh, AI art. It, it, it's banging. Version four, frankly, all the versions since three have been banging. They're just so good. Um, it just, you don't get. You don't get that massive amount of control. And for a person who likes to put a lot of gory images together, it is, uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, it is restricted uh, in what you can make. So, yeah. Um, I hit my wall here. I, you know, like okay. I'm at an error, PyTorch. This has been sure. my life. You know, I've been yep. sleeping, rolling, rolling around in bed, just PyTorch. Pytorch, and Pytorch. We're, we'll get to the bottom of it. We'll put a, I, I imagine somewhere, we'll, maybe even in text, put what will get past that point. But yeah. I am yeah. pretty beat. I'm going to be honest. Like, what a stream. Yeah, We've here. gone for three hours. Um, do you want to do like one last version of each other to call it a day? I, we must. We must. Uh, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Uh, should we reach out to the people of the internet? Uh, I mean, yeah. they've been pretty good at giving us giving us some uh, some prompts before. Yeah, let's do it. Let me open up Stable Diffusion. If you guys have any ideas for what you want to see Jan or I as, let us know in the chat. Hit me with at Punisher. Um, and we're gonna do one last little round here, and and then I want a copy I, of all those bodybuilding ones. I want a copy. Oh, of I'm those. send you. Yeah, those I'm are send too you. Sure. good. Too good. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then we're gonna do, and then I'll do the weekly weekly challenge. We'll let Jan go, and I'll I'll do the weekly challenge for y'all, and uh, maybe sit back and enjoy some water or something. <laughs> oh, okay, Jan. This is how we have to end it. Okay. Us, us together. Oh, okay. Great. Great, 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 great. Um, yeah, let me show you. Uh, that'll require using another tab. I'll try not to get too into the weeds of it. Yeah, just guide me through as simple as possible. Of course, of course. We'll start off uh, with just a 1.5 model. So, okay. 
Let's get that guy loaded up. This is more or less the method I was using to make uh, some of those, um, some of the, the promotional material for this, this stream. Uh, so we've got, uh, 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 we've got this wonderful, wonderful image of our friend. Uh, oh, boy, <laughs> dude. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Red, so, Red's going to see images of this, and he's like, "What? The, where are, are these all, coming from? Why? <laughs> like, they're going to be coming from random people, and he's like, who? Who? <laughs> I'm sorry, Ren. Uh, no, I'm not sorry. Jan should be the one apologizing. I will never apologize to you, Ren. Never. Never. Um, much love, my friend. Much love. All right. Let's uh, let's start off in 1.5. Okay. Right, yeah. um, so I've got 1.5 pruned. Um, Same. Uh, the, the 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 sort of more VRAM uh, intensive one. This is more meant for like fine tune work. At the same time, we have the processors for it. Let's use it. All right, I'm going to prompt something. Uh, where where should we be? Um, on a rock. Where, on a where do you want us to be? On a mountain. The moon? A mountain. Love it. Oh, I love that. Okay. Let's, so, rock, let's rock climb. I love it. And I'm going to leave it at 512 by 512 just to be able to avoid duplications, cloning, all the all the problems we kind of went over earlier with, uh, um, with this process. So I'm going to start off with a photo of two men on a mountain uh smiling uh let's put a couple little qualifiers let's do a 50 millimeter lens shallow depth of field and here's a fun one uh here's a little bit of prompt engineering not a lot of people uh put some thought into let's say i wanted a full body photo of ren but i just keep getting these mutant fucking faces of them uh and i just i keep typing in full body wide shot you know and it just the computer's just not working with me so try to think like a computer um so on top of shallow depth of peel, uh, field right let's put really fancy shoes so now not only is it going to try and make two men on a mountain smiling so we know that It'll be two people with smiling faces, we assume. And then it also is going to try to give them shoes. So now you're basically forcing the, 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 uh, the, the uh, AI to both gi to give you those two things, thus giving you a wide shot. Let's see how effective it was. So it gave us really fancy shoes. <laughs> let's add a, let's, let's up our batch count real quick. Uh, Let's try going through those. But uh, if you, yeah, you're, I love it. You're doing it. You're actually doing uh, rock climbing on a wall. I think I'm just trying to get up and I crashed. Uh -oh. <sighs> yep. I think, uh, I think you might have to go on without me. I'm going to try to get everything. Um, Where, guide me uh, through. You want to guide me through? Of course. I'm, uh, this, this is a corridor challenge. Blindfold me. Um, well, you, got oh, the Discord. Right. you got the discord stream. Oh, I'm not, no, I'm just, I'm aware. I'm just saying, like, you know. All right. And that way you so corridor boys do. Like, let, yeah. me, right. let me go full screen. Ah, oh, that sucks. It was working so well until I tried to up the batch count. Oh, and it's a VRAM problem. Okay. So let's say, how would I do, like, close up? 
Uh, so maybe maybe at the beginning put portrait photograph. Yeah. Okay. Portrait photo of two men. You know. Uh. Uh. uh yeah. Try try attacking it. Uh, the problem that way. Okay. All right. A portrait photo of two rock climbers on the side of a rock wall. Let's generate sure. that. Or side of a mountain. It's so disappointing. That crashed. Ugh. Right at the end, too. Got it working until right then. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Are you finding... Yeah, that one to the left there looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that guy. So that's a good starting point. Um, yeah. I'm going to hit another one. I'm gonna just going to hit another one and... Let's do face restore faces. You think? Sure. Make sure that setting is um, it's under settings. Yeah, settings Just make code sure code former. former. Yeah. There's some arguments to be made for GFP GAN, but uh, code former is the way to go. It has the JAN seal of approval. Um, great. Uh, maybe add uh, uh, um, in uh, negative prompts helmets. It might be easier to get our likeness oh, yeah. without. Okay. Yeah, without a helmet. So can I skip or interrupt? Which what's you can interrupt. Interrupt. Okay. That'll just stop it right there. Helmet plural or hel hel or both. Uh, tr try helmet helmets. Uh, uh, hat. You know all, all that business. Uh oh. Just refresh. Did it interrupt? Yeah, I'd refresh it. Hey. Oh, what was the prompt? Uh, a photo. A portrait. Photo. photo of two rock climbers on the side of a rock wall. Sick. Sick. Helmet. We don't want helmets or helmet. And we want to put parentheses around portrait photo to get a little closer. Sure. And yep. we want to make sure restore faces is checked. DDIM. Mm -hmm. We'll go 30 sample steps, batch size 10, and generate. I am going to yoke so hard after this. Oh, I'm going to oh. eat. Oh. When are we going climbing again? Oh, when we hit Hopefully it. next week. Okay. I'm leveraging our audience to uh, force you into <laughs> getting out on them peaks. All right. See how effective negative prompting is. Right? Uh, that, that took care of the helmets. No problem. Right? <laughs> Dude, uh, uh Look at there's like there's like holds on the rock wall. That's hilarious. Huh? I, 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 there's something about how impossible that photo that is. Uh, incredible. <laughs> this one. <laughs> yeah, that's like and like was it making sense there? Um, of two male rock climbers, male. And maybe put like uh, you know friends, bros. Uh, that that might help the the positioning that they're in. So yeah, if you find like it's looking a little too coupley or whatever, you know, um, uh, think about the uh, think about 
you know, a lot of the a lot of the text data sets were done by uh, uh, people that were were uh, logging this uh, stuff or, or log this stuff for websites. You know, think about what if if your job was to forget images, right? Like just put put a text at the bottom, a PNG information on all these images. You'd probably get real uh, uh, lazy about sentence structure, right? You'd probably start hitting, you know, Angelina Jolie, dark hair, uh, dressed, uh, background, um, heels, looking grumpy, and then just on to the next one, right? So you, it, it's good to try to get into the mindset of the people that were uh, training the training data. You know, uh, I love our extra arms there. We can get that out. Extra climbs. Dang it. I meant extra limbs. Um, And then... Let's see. I'll do one more. Okay. Huh. Yeah, guys, and I really hope y'all have a ton of fun with AI art. I hope it's been, it's a little less scary than if, if you had no experience with it. I hope, uh, yeah, this made it a little more accessible. Um, and that it, it just becomes another tool in your, in your, your toolbox. You know, I, Almost all my AI-generated art that I share also goes through a few other steps, right? Whether it's Photoshop, Lightroom, uh, oftentimes Topaz. I like to use my own upscalers. I just, I think I, I'm a little bitter that I paid for them. So I just don't want to use the freebies <laughs> out there. I'm like, no, damn it. <laughs> I'm doing another batch, doubling it, trying to get a little closer. Because we're, we're yeah. almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, close, close. I see some keepers in there for sure. You know, another another way of really forcing a closer image is like bringing in the word selfie. Mm. I know. Um, Oftentimes it'll give you that arm up, but sometimes it just gives you the selfie, like size, uh, uh, frame, yeah, uh, without like a raised up arm, you know. Okay. Oh, there's like oh two God, middle. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> just fucking mutant babies. Dude, this guy's freaking Yolk City. Jeez. <laughs> these are these are all good. Like this one. Maybe. Or this one. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. All right, let's do this one. Great. Uh, now, at the bottom of that screen, you are going to see a few options down there. Save, which uh, uh, e all of these images will pump out in your output folders, every single one. But the ones you save will go into your log folder, so you don't have to sift through 
you know, I'll, I'll put out uh, hundreds of generations for, for an idea, and then that way you don't have to sift through it. Next, you have uh, send to image to image and send to inpaint. I wish we were able to get into image to image today, but, you know, say la vie. Uh, uh, over there, there's send to inpaint. I click on that. Okay. So now we've gone over to the image to image tab, but we are using a tab inside of image to image called inpainting. Uh, this is probably going to be the most useful tool. There's a lot of uh, online applications like Paka that are uh, Photoshop that are basically building text-generated um, uh, uh, brushes. So yeah, Clint has just showed us that he has brushed out uh, uh, the person on the left's face. Uh, you're now going to simplify that uh, font, keeping the keeping what made it good, right? All the stuff at the end. But the part uh, of photo portrait, that, that still works, or portrait photo, that still works. What you want to take out is of two men uh, and replace that with the token you want to use, right? So let's let's say the one on the left is going to be... Oh, me, uh, Clintonius, right? Great. Clint, uh, good old Clint. I believe uh, um, you never got Clintonius working. It's uh, Clint. Uh, if you're using oh, the models yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you, it's Clint. Uh, e got you. Do I need to switch yeah, the yeah. model? Yes. Now you would switch the model. So we did the first image using uh, the 1.5 model. We've now sent it over. We, we, we're happy with an image. We've sent it over to uh, image to image. We've taken it into inpaint. We've changed our model over to the personalized models that we have. We've highlighted the face. And now we're going to... Uh, um, we're going to... Uh, probably up your batch count just because, uh, you know, it, it gets a little wonky and we'll, we might have to do a little bit of business. Um, yeah, down here, you'll see a very similar set of tools uh, that you saw in text uh, to image. Think about it in the same way. So you want to restore faces? Probably. You probably want to use Codeformer. It's pretty good. Uh, I would also change over to DDIM just because you 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 made your images in DDIM. Uh, the sampling steps probably, you know, 30 is, 30 is fine, 20 is even fine. Uh, and then uh, we'll be messing around with that scale. I would put it a little bit right now. Where is, uh, oh, there, yeah. CFG scales at the bottom. 10? Yeah, I'd put it, I, I, sure, 10, 10 is great. And then uh, you know, bringing up your batch count a little bit, let's start generating some stuff. Yeah. All right, bam, generate. So, doing the face reckon or what is it? What's the face checkbox? Restore face. Um, takes a bit more, more juice. Yes, yes, it does. I I will say though, we used to in the early days of AI art, we used to have to take it to an entirely different. You used to take your messed up faces, then go to the the um code former uh, uh collab run it through that individually one by one and the world's just gotten so much easier now so much easier <laughs> so yeah i i just kind of leave it on especially if you're if you're looking for faces how are those guys doing not good i'm changing okay. our prompt to a photo of my face essentially okay great i would that. leave Okay, sure. And I would put some parentheticals in there and yeah. I would leave 
uh, some of those uh, back end like photo. Did you do any? Did you do any like uh, fifty millimeter or any any uh, descriptive prompts? No, or you I just had the back okay. end. No, it's fine. Need to be. Uh, uh, sometimes this is more than enough. Oh man, not looking good. Not looking double, good at all. Double, double down on um, uh, the Clint. Double down on some parentheticals. So uh, another uh, another thing I've been realizing, and we're now getting really. If you if you thought we were talking in baseball before, um, we, I think. Uh, I think everyone needs like two models. I think you need a close-up model and a wide shot model, right? Uh, uh, When you're training, I haven't done this yet. This is what this week will represent to me um, is training this theory. Uh, Because typically your faces get really distorted in anything larger than a a medium shot, what we in the film business call a cowboy shot. So anything more than a cowboy shot and you, the faces start to really go. Uh, south. So I think if you train a model entirely on wide shots um, and, 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 you know, just anything full body, I think it would really help for situations like this. This is brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. not working. It's not working for me. I, I mean, I'd, uh, I hate to say it, this is where uh, I just kind of keep hammering it down. It took me, uh, that, that image of us holding that plaque took me about two hours yesterday. Wow. I think I went through at least two or 300 iterations of both of our faces. Yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, 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 honestly, at a certain point, just Photoshopping it would probably be easier, but to be able to say this was a hundred percent AI generated is a cool thing. Cool thing. I love how this guy is just the guy on the right is not even hanging on to the wall. Nope. And confidence, man. Confidence. <laughs> Also, no rope system to speak of whatsoever. I know. Free climbing with my buddy in in our uh, (laughs) Reeboks. Yeah, it's like, it's having a tough time. Sure. I'd, uh, how many parentheticals you got around your name? Freaking three. Uh, Go five. Really hammering it. Should I change the prompt? Or just, yeah, uh, for sure. Like a, a photo face. For sure, face. Yeah, just that. Sure. Try that out. Again, this is really hammering down why I think why I think two different models are necessary. Because it, it knocks close-ups out of the park. They're saying um, or at least it can. In paint yeah. at full resolution. I'm gonna check that next. Sure. Oh yeah. God, sorry, I wasn't even looking at the uh, there there are a couple other ways of combating um yeah combating the the problem we're we're using so they're sorry saying, after 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 my program crashed i kind of gave up yes uh the internet saying they're saying make sure to upscale the image two times so what how, what would be the best way to do that i'm so sorry width and height Oh, oh, okay, sure. To uh, add, sure, yeah, I'd, uh, 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 yeah, bring those, uh, bring those sliders up. Yeah, right. for sure. Let's give that a shot. Much slower. Much oh, the hell you say? Slower. You basically just trip, yeah, tripled up the uh, the work it was doing. Yeah, and then hypoth. 
emphatically uh, training in light and space. It actually generates him. Did it just crash or did you just change? No, no. Oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, uh, it's working with 64 by 64 images, and then it upscales them up to 512. Um, uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah. I love that we're finally in the age, the day and age where you can enhance photos, where like resolution doesn't really matter um, uh, between all the upscalers out there and um, uh, uh, Topaz. We're just way. Yeah, I guess it depends on like what uh, what your final how you're finally viewing it. I think a lot of stuff is viewed from phones, so. Mm-hmm. It's. I, I think it'd be a lot more of a thing if it was viewed from a screen, you know, a TV, theater. I think just depends on how you're viewing it, I'd say. Yeah, but I mean, if you looked at that uh, documentary that um, Peter Jackson did, the Beatles documentary, I mm. mean, all that footage was garbage, right? It was like a bunch of Super 16 that's been sitting around and often eight mil that's been sitting around and uh, uh, being, being left unattended for ages. And he was able to clean it up and get it on my TV. And, and sure. If, uh, if you have a trained eye, it's definitely distracting at times, but you know, my mom didn't mention once uh, 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 a, a negative image quality, right? Yeah. Most people are just going to look at it and be like sick. Yeah, it's all, it comes down to the story and the content of what you're looking at versus the pixel. Like, if you're looking at, like, a low resolution, you know, then you're probably missing everything else. Oh, it's like how some of the best video games of all time. I still don't think Jack Chu's graphics have ever been outdone. And yet, if I ever go back and look at Jack Chu, it's hard to look at, right? But my brain mm. at the time went, this is amazing. Look at this world. Incredible. What a great game. Yeah, Jack 2. I think that's where my love of One Wheel started. Oh, really? Because the motorbikes? He, yeah, and he has a, a board, right? You uh, you bust out a board for parts of that, I swear. Yeah, it's like a shield surf kind of thing. Yeah, but like uh, um, a little better than shield hover, surf. Like a hoverboard or something? Yeah, it's like an actual hover hovering. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to have to call it pretty soon here. I'm, uh... Yeah, for sure. And I mean, listen, man, uh, 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 ARRT. Wow, it, sc- it turned me into some geometric... That's terrifying. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm sorry I'm on the wrong screen. No, it's not good. It's the CFG skill. Okay. Uh, just, oh, okay, is it... Uh, it's overcooked. Like, like it's burnt. What? It's yeah, burnt. for sure. Blech. Burnt. What uh? What was your CFG scale? Fifteen. Okay. Which isn't crazy. I would man. also, yeah, for sure. I would also drop your. Uh, well, fifteen is actually starting to get up there. But uh, I would also drop your, um, your 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 batch count. Like, just do a couple of images. Uh, if just for stream's sake, you know. I took the resolution back down. Let's see if this does anything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow, I look like a freaking Smash Bros. character. <laughs> weird. That's so weird. Yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah, and then we'd we'd start to uh, zero in, try to combat that, do um, uh, uh, do more impainting. Like once you have a face that more or less works, um, you can then go in and impaint stuff out. Honestly, uh, Photoshop has a real bitchin' built-in thing called Content Aware Fill. <laughs> once you've once you've knocked it around uh, in paint for long enough, Content Aware Fill is very great tool you can use. Um, the the other thing is thinking about your mask size that sometimes having it larger or smaller will help narrow in uh, a stable diffusion and let it know where where in space to sort of put you mm. i notice for myself i always give it a little extra room for my pointy beard um my beard's really not that pointy and you can kind of see it but in in ai art it becomes like you know I turn into Gandalf with a pointy beard. Oh, wow! Is that what the normal guy look like? Jeez. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Uh. What? What? What else uh, does your? Does your? Uh. Uh. uh uh, your your interest in AI art, what, what else can you see this being used as? Like in your workflow, I know you had mentioned bringing it in as uh, a concept art, which, uh, sorry, all those concept artists in the world, but uh, yeah, that's a great, it's a great way of uh, implementing concept art, right? Well, I mean, agreed, yeah. I, me personally, I use the concept art more is just reference imagery so i'm i'm using it as uh you know like just stuff to build a mood board with that kind of stuff um that's like my main obvious first kind of go-to thing um my second thing would be for textures for creating textures mm. i think that's really exciting mm. Um, or for creating supplementary uh, things in your uh, in your world. So I know that like uh, some of the stress level zero guys, they were using it to build like background posters for their game. It's just in the back, yep. you know, but it looks yep. perfect. Yeah, sure, sure. Some of the artists here on the Discord server, they would use it to create like they created playing cards with it. So there's a lot of like fun little small things to do. I'm not. I love creating, and I will always be creating. Um, and even doing the manual hands-on work to create, it's just fun for me. Just because a robot can do it doesn't mean you have to do it. And do do what's fun for you. Do what's fun, you know? Yeah. I know a lot of you in the, or a couple of you are very adamant on this is, you know, how could this be a thing? This is horrible. This is immoral. Like, we're losing all this and that. It's like, well, it's a very, like, negative way to look at it, I think. And, yeah, there are some issues, but it's new technology. It's it's blowing up. It's going to happen. And we'll see where it goes from there. You know, it's I'm interested and curious about it myself because I'm an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's oh, and and we're artists, and uh, it's not like we're we're paint. We're we're not we're not like uh, you know tradition. We're not we're not actors, or you know, um, uh, 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 we're not dealing with actual paint. We're we're cutting it like we're digital artists, right? We we. Uh, as filmmakers, as 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 uh, digital artists, we should always be concerned and and up with the times. I, I think it's it's yet another tool. It's yet another tool. If you thought uh, if, if you think three D modeling is a cool art, then yeah, I, I, I 
it's hard for me to hold both those things in my brain at the same time. Um, but you know, we're not we're not here to debate the ethics and morality. I'm here to debate you know. every single person on the face <laughs> of the planet. I will fight you all. <laughs> Jan, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you here, man. Uh, thank you for guiding me through all of this this of week. Of course, I'm glad it mostly worked. I'm glad yeah, it mostly yeah. worked. <laughs> I can't wait to like keep diving in here and just have some cool like versions of myself and diff- like I can test out different haircuts. Yeah, uh, love it. Yeah, you sure, know? sure. Um, I can see what I look like with tattoos. You know, I can see what I look like as a uh, Christian bookstore owner without uh, tattoos. Um, with, yeah, sure. yes. and a full head of hair. Um, so, Jan, I'm gonna let you go, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be right back. Of course, I'm much, gonna use the restroom. And much like... love, everyone of the internet. You're all the best. I love you all. Uh, Godspeed. Thank you, Jan. I'll catch course, you guys soon. You, I'll be back for weekly weekly challenge. Don't miss it. I'll be back in like two minutes. Just gotta use the restroom. Just keep your butts where they're at. Bye, Jan.
what a stream. That was a lot. That was a lot of info blast into your brains. Um, thank you all for for joining me for that, Jane and I. Um, it's a crazy world, crazy times. Definitely, definitely. But I, I hope that, you know, we brought some value to you guys. I hope we give you a little bit of an idea of where this is at. We're probably somewhere towards... We're not at the, the, the top, 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 top cutting edge because that stuff is being developed. I mean, what we're working on right now is constantly being updated and developed. Um, it'll be better in a week from now. It'll be better in three days from now. So um, I, I do hope that you guys can use this as artists as opposed to, you know, feeling scared by it. I hope you can find some value in this. So um, with all of that out of the way, it is time to pull up a chair because my goodness, my back, I've been standing all that time. And go over the weekly challenge. Uh, retro futurism is the theme. Let's hop over and see who the winners are. All righty. All right, all right. Let me get my ducks in a row. All right. So, first up for the retro futurism. Weekly challenge. We got five winners to get into. Let me let me actually grab the chat too. I want to get the chat over here. I feel like I hadn't talked to you guys in a long time. What's going on, everybody? What's all this? It's talking about the chat here. How's everyone doing? If you guys are still with me, let me get a little thumbs up. And if you have any questions for me, please throw them down right now. I'm happy to answer them. Um, we'll do the weekly challenge. I'll answer a few questions and stuff. But while you guys do that, I am going to get started. So first up, first winner of the Retro Futurism Challenge, we got James Jarby coming in with this very disturbing image. And this is a artistic take on another um, artist's work from France in the 1800s, I think, uh, based off of my brief description of what James posted on Discord, was it, they were challenged with imagining a f what the future would look like um, in the year 2000 or something. And it's just the darkest view possible. <laughs> Um, and James did his take on that. And yeah, that's, I mean, dude, that's dark, as dark as it gets, but, um, it's, it's great. It says a lot. Um, you did a really good job with the style. I love that kind of like, it looks realistic, but you have the like cell shaded look on it, that Borderlands kind of look on it. Uh, you did a really nice job modeling the entire room, the desks and everything. Um, the book machine and whatnot. Uh, and your lighting is solid. It's just a solid scene. So congratulations, James Jarby. 15 points to you. If you guys want to participate in the weekly challenges, the Discord is down below. We do them every single week. Um, next up, we got our John Malcolm here. Dude, I would love a short film like this. Your render quality is top-notch. That background you have is insane. I don't know if that's... I would assume it's just an image 
from like NASA or something. I don't think you you're rendering stuff down there. Who knows? But you do have like a little volumetric cloud in the foreground, which is nice. Um, your volumetric smoke trails coming out the background insane. Your texture and materials are absurd. Um, the model itself is really cool. This is a loosely based on um, like an old image from who knows when and where, but um, you really took a lot of nice creative liberties with it, and you made this giant spaceship blimp thing your own. You made it really, really cool, and your lighting is absurd. Your materials are absurd. So congratulations, John Malcolm, for crushing it this week. You did a really good job. Next up, who do we got? Uh, this one is called Retro Futuristic Render Challenge Scene Cinema Render Final Instance. Or Roma Romay Lol. Um, name your dang images as your Discord name, please. It makes it easier for us. makes it easier for... Um, yeah, we don't have to track down your, your Discord name. This one's awesome. I love your colors here and your render style. That I mean, and honestly... Your your theme is really, really cool. I kind of got to look at it for a little bit to, to really take it all in because I feel like there's, a, there's almost a lack of depth in this and you really have to study the image to see what's going on. Of course, on the bottom, you know, we have normal life. On the top, we have robo world. On the left, we got the robo hand. On the right, we got the human. I just really love your render style. Your colors are so cool. Like if I just squint my eyes and look at that as like almost like just like a mosaic or something i love i just love your colors i love your style i love the way you're doing it and it's a really cool interpretation of you know a futuristic kind of world done in a very simple render style i dig it a lot who's next we got awesome bl we got a lot of people doing these like magazine covers and stuff but you did the best in my mind. Um, one is because of your, uh, your, your like type face, your type font, and your design, the way you're laying the, the text out on the actual magazine. A lot of the other ones, they didn't look professional. Yours looks pretty darn professional to me. Um, the thick text combined with the skinny text, you have a few different um, fonts in here, so it makes it feel full. I really dig that. I love your colors. I also love the fact, first off, your framing is perfect. Like, the two cars are perfectly sat there, perfectly framed. Um, the the sunlight, the way the shadow from the background cuts off right at the top of the cars is perfect. And even the shadow on the left side of frame of the cars, just you're popping out the cars like crazy. Your color is so nice. That red, that blue, that yellow. Very basic colors, but man, you're crushing it. And you're really filling the space well. Nothing feels empty and nothing feels overpacked. The the close-up of that wheel is a perfect addition. I don't know if that's something you added like last, but that close-up of the wheel brings it all together. If that wasn't there, it would feel it could feel pretty empty. Um and you have the crease in the piece of paper. That is huge. I wanna like these are old ads, right? Of what a future would look like. And to me, having a super crisp and clean ad doesn't really, I don't know. I want to see it with imperfections. And you did a great job with that fold mark, that crease down the middle. Um, hats off to you. Really good stuff. And finally, we have under. With 
Ah, this beautiful layout. Again, like we're talking about these magazines and these ads. Lots of people did them this week. But look, like it's not just the ad. You're including it in the background. So you have that real like, I don't know what kind of carpet you would call that, but I imagine it to be some carpet from the 70s or something. I don't know. You got the phone cord going. You have the old keyboard and whatever that is off to the left. But you can feel the old technology in the era, right? I imagine it to be 70s or I don't know. 80s or something and you put together a really beautiful scene um on an actual magazine so hats off to you as well under you you crushed it 15 points to all you guys you got some really really good art this week let's get into some honorable mentions because you know it'd be a crime to to just move on from here so next we have who's next uh wondrous so you took it a little, like, you took it in a different direction. And I, com- I commend that, for sure. Um, you got a robot way down the, the depths of a forgotten a forgotten city. And you got a uh, nice little airplane flying over. I dig it. Um, I don't really know if I have any notes or anything, but I like the idea. It's very, it's very creepy, actually. Yeah, I just want to shout you out. Good stuff, Wondrous. Next up, we have Blender Man. You put together, like, a whole scene. Look at this. Um, You said that steampunk is your favorite retro-futuristic style, so you were happy to dive into that. Look at this, man. You got, like... This almost feels like a point-and-click adventure game. Um, or, Or even just, like, a little animated short film. You got the town square here. The blimps, the buildings, like, you really did a solid job of piecing this whole thing together and making it feel coherent. Your lighting is solid. It has that sepia touch to it, which makes it feel old-timey. I love your cartoon characters. You're you're firing on all cylinders here. Really, really good work. And I think we're coming up on the last image. Maybe that's the first image. Little balloon boy. Happy birthday. So it's probably the kid's birthday, right? And he's got his little robot friend. That's great. Really, really good stuff. Solid work, Blender Man. Oh, and, the, and the creator himself. That's awesome. All right, next we have Hey, it's... What does that say? CDR? Yeah, I think that's what it says. Um, You said this was from an image um, of a French artist depicting a future, some sort of futuristic scenario and i wonder if it's from that same batch of french artists from the 1800s um that uh james jarby was referencing but i love the style it's so cool it reminds me of a book i'm reading right now uh the three body well technically it's the third book it's either the second or the third i think it's the second book book uh dark forest i think from the three body problem trilogy and you have characters who wake up from hibernation 200 years later into a futuristic um, futuristic world. And you have the character on the right who would be like a hibernator, right? They just woke up and they're trying to grasp this new reality, this new future, and everyone else is just accustomed to it. Like this little kid, you know, he's used to having the jetpack. I love it. I think it's, it's a really cool art style. I would probably lower the exposure just a touch, personally, just a touch. Um... But who's next? We got Jack the Hack. 
you put together a nice little scene here. You've got really nice color contrast, like the orange and the blue slash purple. Um, I think that's yellow. I'm, I am colorblind, but I'm pretty sure you got some like yellow lanterns back there. Bright blue light, really cool car design. Um, you know, solid at the filmic aspect ratio, two three five aspect ratio. Um, it's just a well rendered scene. It's a well lit scene, so I wanted to shout you out. Next is uh, Nas or Naz. This one came close. This was like my second favorite ad. Um, I think the Texas 2013 on the bottom left doesn't feel like it fits. It uh, it's it needs to be a little smaller or something or have some sort of you kind of lose it the X especially and it kind of bleeds into the car just a touch. Um, but I loved your colors. And and you really nailed that futuristic look from the 60s or something, you know? So I wanted to shout you out. Good stuff, Naz. Um, next, we have Retrofuturism Void AT. Um, this is just some good environment design. Some good, like, architectural design here. You You did a solid job depicting what like a like a gentleman's club or dance club i don't know would look like um really clean render you got the subtle depth of field in there some subtle film grain in there really cool colors um and it's creepy because it's like does anyone work here anymore i don't see anybody there's a silhouette back there but that's probably just like an ad or something but you really did a great job, great job designing this. So I wanted to shout you out. Um, we have sci-fi next. Okay, this one. Yo, all right. This one makes me feel the most, I think, out of all of these. This just takes me back to, uh, I don't know, old, old computer games. Um, it's your colors, specifically your colors, your basic shapes, and... Um, there's like a filter over it that makes it feel like some up something. There's like a sharpening thing on it. It's not, it's not aliased. Um, so there's stepping in all of like the curved shapes. Very geometric. Um, I, I really dig this one a lot. Like a lot of you would say, oh, this is so basic. Oh, you know, like low effort. But no, I, I think this really captures a mood for me. You did a great job with the composition, too. Um, and I think second to last, we have SUNY. Um, dig your colors. Dig your presentation. Reminds me of like an old acting book I have. It's like that same color, the same text. Um, and you did a nice job like piecing together what a, a book would look like. It would be cool to have that at, on a coffee table, on that coffee table that you modeled <laughs> for the front cover of your scene. I think that would be cool, but you did a good job with like the colors, the presentation, um, and it really it has a feel to it. And finally, I just want to shout out, is that Yodi Davy? Is that what that says? Yeah. Um, really cool. Yeah, really, really cool like portable home thing you got going on here. It's an advertisement. The blue and the gold stars, they, that color contrast goes nicely together. Um, I think you did a really good job modeling it. You did a good job lighting it and presenting it. Uh, it's it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, but it's framed very nicely. It's 
I would probably have a little bit more headroom on the house. Personally, the text up there feels a little crunched. But, I mean, other, other than that, I, I'm a fan. You know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Very good stuff. And that is it for the weekly challenge. I think um, this month... I'll check it, but I think the weekly challenge this month is like cold or something. Let me see. Y'all voted on it uh, earlier in the week. Let's see. Um, under weekly challenge, weekly challenge, we got cold. That's it. Yep. Make a cold render. We're getting into that. Uh, into that winter time. Christmas time is coming up, so. You guys will start seeing some Christmas-themed stuff. Um, so, I'll take five, ten minutes with you guys. It's been a minute since we've chatted. You know, as, as it happens when you get a guest on. How is everybody? Goodness gracious. Diverse green, it is AI stuff. You just hopped in at the end. It's all AI stuff. We got some thumbs. Papaxo, I'm glad that you enjoyed the uh, the stream. Very, very happy about that. We got some thumbs ups in here. What's going on? Guys, feel free to ask me any questions you got. Are you all alive? Stay fractalesque. We're looking at retrofuturism for that weekly challenge. Diverse green. Uh, did you get it running yourself? Did you get Dream Booth running yourself? Is very difficult. Uh, very heady. Very tiring to get that stuff running. It makes you just want to wait until. It's easy to do, you know, but once you get in, it's a, it's a good time. Papaxo, yay, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, you hadn't been participating in the weeklies because you've been doing a lot of 3D printing. You're trying to make a living painting and selling figures. Crazy, man. Shoot, that's awesome. Best of luck to you. Um, yeah, I would love to see some. You should post some of your stuff on the server, man. That's super cool. Diverse Green, uh, what is your ITs? I don't know what that means. Your, your it slash s, your ITs on training with your GPU and what GPU do I use? So my entire rig, my computer, um, is linked in the description. If you go to the very bottom, you can follow a link. It'll take you to Puget's website. I'm on a Puget rig. Uh, I have an A6000 in here, 48 gigs of VRAM. It's a ton. Um, but it makes, you know... As 3D artists, we're trying to get the most juice as possible. Um, you can never be up to date. Never. More is always better, which is why it's kind of expensive. But y'all know, you guys, you guys make it work with, with what you got. I think we all know that at this point. Um, Liam, do you need a specific Python install to get Stable Diffusion working? I got 3.11, but I'm going to try 2.10. So... I actually had everything working on my computer. I did some I did something that caused my entire stable diffusion setup to not work. I woke up this morning an hour before the stream and it was not working. 
So I actually had to restore my computer to a previous like save state to like 10 p.m. last night when I installed Python 11. Uh, what is it? Python 3.11. And I installed Python, the previous version, like 3.10 or something. And it worked. I don't know if that was the issue, but, you know. Um, have I tried generating textures with AI yet? Yes, I have. It's really cool. We did it at the beginning of the stream in mid-journey. It's very, very fun. It's just so cool to experiment and explore what you can do with this. I think what we're imagining what is possible with this is only a fraction of what will actually be possible in the future. It's like we can't even imagine what we could do with all of this. Um, but yeah, textures are super cool. I hadn't really used them yet. I hadn't made the textures, taken them, made a normal map, made a uh, height map, and used it yet. But maybe I'll make a video on that. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, Chris, Evolver, yo, what's up, man? Shoutouts to you. Thank you so much for the support. Always really, really do appreciate you, man. Um, this is the first stream we've done in, in, it feels like a long time, but it's a month. It's the first time I posted in a month. Um, it's good to be back, certainly. I, I'm working on some really cool videos. I got one coming out in a couple weeks from now. Um, I'm going to show you how to do like speed environments. It comes out the Saturday, uh, right after Thanksgiving. Uh, what day is that? Let me find out for you guys. I'll just tell you tell you while we're here. So November 26th, I have a video coming out where I um, am create a speed environment in Unreal Engine. And it's photo real. Um, it's full of, of detail and everything. And I'm using my, my, uh, my trips, my travels, you know, photography from those times as inspiration to almost kickstart and shortcut a personal style. And that is such a big thing for artists. You really want to develop your style. That is you in your art. And using photographs from just my phone, my iPhone, they don't have to be crazy photographs. From trips I took that are special to me, it makes the art so personal to me. So not only are, are you recreating that personal memory but you can do an artistic interpretation on top of it so i show you how to how to do that in literally a day in uh, in unreal engine it took me a day to do i'll show you guys how to get there as quick as possible so that'll be a cool one it comes out um two saturdays from now long story short chris i appreciate you thank you man um am i planning on using ai with my unreal workflows you know right now i've only used it as concept art with Unreal, um, and technically on my last piece I did, let me see if I can pull it up for you guys. Um, I did use AI generated images using Midjourney to, let me pull it up for you guys, just so I can, I can show you exactly what I'm talking about. Dang, they changed YouTube a little bit. All right, here we go. So this video here, right? So if you look at this screen at the end, let me get this guy out of here. This, those images are created using um, Midjourney and they're like Ghibli-esque kind of watercolor-y looking 
landscapes, right? So I used Midjourney to create that. Um, that probably, and, and other than that, like concept art too, you know. Um, so I'm just going down the list here. If you guys have any questions, feel free to ask. Hit me with at Punisher. Be on here for a little bit more with you guys. Oh yeah, there is a tiling button in Stable Diffusion. So if I switch back here, and we do, if we check tiling, I closed my uh, my Python, so I don't know if this will still work, but I can say like rock texture, and if you check tiling, it'll do its thing. So it's creating 20 different images of a rock texture. And if I check in the tiling box, it'll make them seamless. Metatrox, am I gonna make anything for the Kitbash 3D Minerva challenge? I wish, it sounds like fun. I'm, I'm just too busy, you know, making videos. Doing my own art, making videos on the art. Um, but I got the kit, it's a free kit. If y'all are looking for a free Kitbash kit, go grab their Minerva kit. Um, I also have a link in the description. It is an affiliate link. I get a little kickback. If you guys are looking to get some Kitbash stuff, then definitely go check it out down in the description. Um, helps me out. Saves you 20%. You guys will always get 20% off of your Kitbash stuff by using my link in the description. So, you know, definitely do that. Um... Yeah, so you can see it made some seamless textures here. Pretty nuts, pretty nuts. We can take away some of this stuff. We can say um, no grass, no green, no moss. Um, and we can do like lava rock texture. Generate that and see what it does. Um... So, Cakeman, all right, you said you feel like your personal style isn't something you develop. It just happens because you're the one doing it, kind of like handwriting. So I, I half agree, half disagree. I think as artists, we, we follow a lot of tutorials. We're, we're kind of copying other people's art. We're recreating other people's art. And that's not you. That's them, right? You're following tutorials. You're doing art that's theirs. And then you're, you know, even going as far as saying, I made this. We all, we, all, we all did it, you know. I did it when I was when I was uh, first starting out. I'd follow tutorials and post my progress I was really proud of. But I think the more you can kind of like take what you're learning and personalize it um, to your own kind of thing, that's just diving deeper into your own style. Granted, right? If you're creating stuff that you're inspired by, stuff you're seeing out um, in the world and creating that, then yeah, you got, you got a style. And I think the more you create the more your style will be developed. People can just look at that and be like, oh, you know, that's a that's a Clint piece or that's a Sotomonte piece or a Pipoxo piece of art. Um, yeah, look at this. We got a bunch of like really cool lava rock textures. Oh, this one's super cool. Wow, this is awesome. It's like a wallpaper almost. 
lava rock wallpaper texture. Let's see what that what happens then. Yeah, what about the, pro the, the prospect of AI to create 3D models so you can do a high variation of models that can be uh, then be bashed into one real? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, text to 3D models would be insane. Yeah, if you just like chair, um, you know, Victorian house, uh, old wooden table, it just gets us creating faster. So it'd be, it'd be nuts. It'd be absolutely insane. Well, wallpaper image like, oh, interest. Oh, this is cool. I like that a lot. This is pretty sweet. What about like water, um, blue and green water color? Painting, we'll do abstract. Swirl. Um, and then we'll do no, uh, let's see, let's do texture. And I don't want any like, uh, well, let's, let's see what it gives us. Let's take this down as well. What do you think about using 2D images to make its own bump map or for textures? Um, I mean, it's kind of how you do it. Like, I have a video on, it's called, like, create custom textures or something. Or, yeah, create, make your own custom textures. And I go out and I take a bunch of photos of, like, um, a storm drain. A really long, tiled image of a storm drain to make a very specific texture. And I brought that into... Photoshop to stitch it together, but I also use Photoshop to create a normal map. And I'm not using bump maps. I, I just use normal maps. Um, so yeah, I take the diffuse image or the albedo or the color image and I run it through Photoshop, generate, it's like filter 3D normal, and you make a normal map. And I think you can also make a depth map in Photoshop as well. I know there are other programs like uh, Substance... Some like spin off of substance something. I know you can do all that in substance, but like you can take a 2D image, throw it in, and get all the stuff back. I forget the name of it. I hadn't done it much. Yeah, this is crazy. Here, let me do oh I'm still okay. Blue blue and green watercolor painting of me. Let's do of Clint. man let's see what that does watercolor painting portrait uh-huh let's see what that gets us
Oh, so it's not... Oh, so let's uncheck tiling. It's not getting me. Let's do watercolor. Let's do watercolor portrait of me. Watercolor portrait. And let's see what that does. Ben, ooh, shout outs to the keyboard. Okay, all right, look at it. We got a, what is this, G, man, it's been a minute since I bought this. GMMK, it's a GMMK Pro keyboard, custom keycaps, let's see, I'll get you the upside down view. Boom, I got these like garden, matcha garden keys on them. It's got the hiragana Japanese like sub caps with I believe tactile switches what is it linear tactile yeah tactile switches shout outs man you appreciate it yeah investing in a custom nice keyboard like mechanical keyboard oh makes everything so much better uh wow we got some that's crazy yeah that that's me that's hilarious That's so cool. Like, to me, this is this is just fascinating. I don't know really what I could use it for other than profile pictures and whatnot. But... Or for little jokes and videos or something. But that's pretty sweet. That's so good. Hmm. Let's try doing abstract um, Gustav, what's that guy's name? Gustav Klimt? Gustav, 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 yes. There it is. by Gustav Klimt. That is a, I don't know his work too much, but we've got Alan Lee as well. Let's see what that gives us. <laughs> ben, I love it, dude. Yeah, you sniped it for sure. Um, so one of my favorite games of this year, I think personally is my game of the year is, uh, Stray and in Stray. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go. 
Let's definitely make sure that would be the absolute worst. Um, this is crazy. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Let's try um Alan Lee. Who is the guy who did a lot of the a lot of the concept design work for Lord of the Rings. But he's a very, very famous famous artist. So anyway, I was saying about Stray. In Stray, this game where you walk around an abandoned city as a cat, um, there is like a there are memories throughout the city, and you can they're like collectible memories. You have find find them all throughout the game, get the trophy, that kind of thing, right? But um, in one of them, it said you come up you come up on this like spray painted image on the wall, and it's this like picture of like a robot person thing. And it was giving a backstory on the world, and it said, at first, AI artists, like, AI art replicated humans' art, right? The art from humanity. But then eventually the AI, like, artist models started making their own art. And there became this very famous wave of, like, AI artists, like robot, artificial artists. They weren't people. They were like the machines going off, creating these wonderful pieces of art. Um, and they became famous. It's crazy. And this is kind of a similar thing where it's like the machine is making all this stuff and you're just kind of guiding it in which way to go. It, it's it's really, it, it's scary, but it's exciting at the same time. And I'm just trying to be on the side of like, how can I use this for my art? How can I use this to inspire me to make cooler stuff? But yeah, this is this is nuts. This is nuts. Let's try um let's try a pixel art me. Let's say a pixel um well, let's just say let's say a screenshot of me as a um, Grand Theft Auto character, video game, PlayStation, uh, let's see, like graphics. Let's see what that does. So I trained my model. Um, this is actually something that Jan had trained on his side. If you watch the stream, we go through it all. We go through all of it. Um, we're just at the tail end at this point. I'm just kind of doing some last little things, but... Oh my goodness! What? That's so crazy! <laughs> That's too good! Wow! That's so good. Dang. Okay, let's try this. Let's try let's try um as a 
Golden Eye. Um, let's see, as a as a Golden Eye video game character. Is it GoldenEye64? Is that the full name of it? Yeah. Let's see what that looks like. Oh, this one? Yeah. That's crazy. Hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's a little low-poly action there. I like that. That's pretty good. That's awesome. Dude, this one made me look like a mouse. <laughs> what is my leg? That's definitely a VFX artist react like image on this couch. Oh my goodness. PlayStation 1 character, low poly, um, low res, low resolution, um, no text, and let's see, let's know extra limbs, let's see what that does. I think I'm gonna go after this, guys. I gotta eat. Thank you for your time, everybody. Um, yeah, hit me up with any questions on Discord. I'm on Discord. If you guys got questions, I'll uh, happy to answer. You can DM me. Oh, here we go. That's nuts. Ah, so good. The foot's a little jacked up there. That's the, definitely the corridor background. That wall. <laughs> yes. All right, guys. I'll I'll leave you. I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for hopping in for this entire stream. Uh, it'll be on online forever. So go back, watch the craziness. Um, let me know what you can create. It'll, it'll be fun. We had the mid journey servers added on the discord, um, or the mid journey bot rather added to our, to the discord server link in the description below. Go have fun y'all. Um, let, let's see what we can do. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I'll catch you guys. Uh, two weeks later, I got a video coming out speed environments in unreal engine, how to recreate your memories in a day's time. All right, y'all peace out later. Bye.